Hey, it's Sean. And it's Bree. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 11. What, what? What, what? And in this episode, we are going to be talking about St. Anne's Academy in Victoria, B.C. Mm-hmm. And we are also going to be talking about the Plains of Abraham in Quebec City, Quebec. And in our paramedia segment, we are going to be talking about... What lies beneath? What lies beneath? <laughs> With, the, say, Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. Yeah, the 2000 film What Lies Beneath, as Bray was saying, starring Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. And it was directed by Robert Zemeckis. And it it's a really... I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I... I I don't know about you, Bree. Did you did you like it? Oh yeah, I, I always tell people. I used to work at Blockbuster, so as you know, and I used to always rate the movies out of whether or not I would watch it again. So I would always tell people if I really like the movie, I'll watch it over and over. If I thought it was okay, I would just watch it the one time. That's kind of how I would rate it. And I've seen What Lies Beneath probably three times. Once by myself, and then the other times to, I like scaring people with scary movies they've never seen. So I'll usually put it on and be like, hey, want to watch a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I've probably seen it a lot more than that. So for me, it's a constant watch movie. It's it's one of the goods, you know? Yeah. yeah. You have your, like, your, your, your top shelf of movies, I guess, if you will, whether it be digital or DVD or Blu-ray or however you watch your movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's one of my, uh, ones that go definitely go on my shelf, um, oh, yes. because I'm a big horror movie and, and, you know, all that genre kind of fan. So yep. there's Thriller, quite a few of them, but that's, gore. yeah, one of the top. Mm-hmm. So how's it going with you, Brie? How's your summer? Not too bad. Not too bad. Been, uh, yeah. popping around Ontario. Getting yes, some footage yes, and yes. stuff, so it's been kind of fun. Yes, um, we just got some more footage, which I believe is already posted of the Regent Theater in Oshawa. Yes, I did. It's on TikTok, so you can definitely yes. check that video out. Check that out. And uh, also, we also saw at the Regent Theater um, the play... Evil the Dead. Evil Dead. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I, I definitely want to say if you ever get a chance to see it, it's a really cool show. Um, this is my second time seeing it. And oddly enough, both times with Brie, one yeah. not on purpose and one on purpose. Long story. Um, yeah, well, let's share that story because it's kind of funny. Yeah, okay. So, it to the podcast, right? Yeah, right. Essentially. Um, I went to this play downtown Toronto and, uh, you know, whatever we saw the play and we went, it was what intermission, I think it was. And I yeah. went outside and Brie was there and I'm like, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were there with a couple of friends, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, we went to check it out and uh, we had to pick my son up at the end of the night anyway. So it was kind of, it kind of worked out that we spent most of the time in Toronto, but I thought the show was, uh, hilarious. I thought it was a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah. it's definitely, I, I even said that day I would definitely watch it again. 
and it was different this time around. Um, yeah, they changed yeah, it, it up a bit, so that yeah. was good. And the actors were different as well. And I like that yeah. they added diff- uh, things that were a bit different because I don't remember certain things happening. So, and, and 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 it really is kind of a combination of Evil Dead, Evil Dead One, uh, sorry, Evil Dead Two, and um, uh, Dark uh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is a combination. There's a couple of things because I recently went on after seeing it. I watched all the movies and mm-hmm. uh, kind of I figured things out. Oh, yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, if you get a chance to see it, it comes to your town. It is a traveling show. Um, definitely go and see it for sure. Yes, definitely. I would definitely yeah. check it out. I would highly recommend it. But let's get right into talking about St. Anne's Academy in Victoria, B.C. All right. Sounds good. Excellent. Take it away, Sean. Thanks. <laughs> so- <laughs> It was built by the Roman Catholic Congregation of Women, the Sisters of St. Anne and Lachine, Quebec. The chapel was built in 1858 as St. Andrew's Cathedral and was moved in 1886 to be St. Anne's Chapel and the oldest part of the academy. In 1887, a company was added to the west side and then in 1910, one was added behind the academy. Sisters of St. Anne closed the academy in 1973, sold the property to the government of BC, which used it as an office space and a public service for a while, and it eventually had to be closed. It was in need of major repair and restorations. The interior was eventually gutted and rebuilt from top to bottom, providing major upgrades and modernization into an office space. When it was done, The majority of the building was leased to BC Ministry of Advanced Education, a use consistent with the sisters' goals. The exterior look of the building was repaired and retained. The chapels, parlors, and infirmary were kept and restored to the 1920s decor. The auditorium was made majorly upgraded, and enlarged and restored and used for lectures and concerts and was reopened in 1997. When the chapel was deconsecrated, when the sisters sold the property, since the restoration of the chapel and the Novitate Garden, they have been used for weddings and other functions. A building behind the main building has been occupied by the Victorian Conservatory of Music, was demolished on September the 11th of 2001. When the conservatory moved and the site was cleared and became the green space merging the academy grounds with the adjacent Beacon Hill Park. Isn't that the same year that the towers went down? Yes, I believe so. Interesting. The Sisters of St. Anne had two cemeteries at the academy where many of the first sisters were buried. In 1908, a plot of the northeast corner of the Ross Bay Cemetery was opened for future burials. When the academy closed in 1974, the sisters were exhumed and moved to the sisters' plot in Ross Bay. There were many artworks of the academy and many of the stained glass windows were vandalized when the building was vacant and had to be rebuilt during construction. Sister Mary Osseth, 
was the painter of the Immaculate Conception. It was a painting in the sister's waiting room. She was also the architect of the Little Flower Academy School in Vancouver and St. Anne Boys School in Quamicon. It was also a designated historic national site of Canada in 1989. Now, as we always like, the paranormal aspect of St. Anne's Academy and it's over to Brie. Thank Brie, you, Sean. You're welcome. <laughs> Alrighty. So the ghosts, St. Anne's Academy in Victoria, BC. People have claimed to have heard children's voices and sometimes they feel a very uneasy feeling, feeling in the building. There's been some sightings of a young woman who had died there from a mysterious illness. She is dressed in all white and is standing by a sundial in the front lawn. Visitors have also claimed to hear a bell toll mysteriously playing somewhere in the background. There's also been some sightings of the nuns that were buried there uh, up until 1908, roaming around the grounds, especially in the early morning. It's rumored that, the, that Thomas Hooper, the Academy architect, killed people and poured them into the foundation to give his building... A soul, which is extremely creepy. <laughs> All right, so the original cemetery remains on the grounds, and the nine sisters are known to be buried there. And those are the sisters that have been known to be seen roaming around the grounds. The ghost of Emily Carr, Victoria's most famous artist and writer, is also reported to haunt the grounds of St. Anne's Academy. And those are all the lovely ghosts I have for you today. <laughs> that was really interesting um about no problem. the ghosts of saint anne's so now we're going to move on to the plains of abraham in quebec city quebec it is a historic area within the battlefield park in quebec city it took place on september 13 1759 it was the scene of the battle of the plains of abraham which was part of the french indian war which proceeded and then became part of the seven year war the british soldiers under the command of general wolf climbs the cliff under the under the city in the darkness surprising and defeating the french through the single fire of a musket fire causing the battle to be over in 30 minutes general wolf and french commander of the marquis de montcalm died and the battlefield left control of quebec city to the british which allowed them to take control of canada the following year the plains were then left with no distinctive characteristics, with only a monument of wolf as a reminder. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was really... It's interesting, eh? Yeah. As Quebec City grew, development of the plains took place and hundreds of acres were built over, and 1901 the government got involved and then proposed a subdivision of the land was halted by the purchase of the land by the Dominion Crown. In 2004, it was set forth to preserve the site, and the Literary and History Society of Quebec were allowed to put up a plaque at various spots in the area, and the following year, a proposal was placed with the Historic Landmarks Association, was placed before the Royal Society of Canada and the Governor-General. 
Hundreds of acres of field were used for grazing, housing, and some industrial structures. The Prime Minister at the time thought uh, preservation of the plains would be a better tribute. By then, March 17th, the park was created, becoming the first National Historic Site in Canada. And then the land was placed under a newly and specifically formed National Battlefields Commission. And then lastly, on July 24th, the king's eldest son, Prince George, dedicated the Quebec Battlefields Park to the Plains of Abraham and gave the title deeds to the land of the Governor General. The site has become an urban park within the city today. More than 4 million people visit yearly for different sports, recreation, concerts, and festivals. Now, over to Brie for the ghosts of the Plains of Abraham in Quebec City, Quebec. Brie? Thank you, Sean. You're welcome. All right, so the ghosts of the Plains of Abraham in Quebec City... With the combined death and fighting, it's not an unusual thing that leads to ghosts and hauntings. For 300 years, the plains had the reputation of being the scene of the bad doings. It was well hidden and an ideal spot for prostitution, duels, duels, crimes, and even executions. The apparitions of dead soldiers from 1759 are often heard here throughout the fields and tunnels. Ghosts of soldiers are also often been seen by visitors near the entrance of the tunnel and along the barracks. People have claimed to be touched in these tunnels with uh, stories of their hair being brushed um, and even someone claiming to have been like it was like somebody barged past them and knocked them to the ground. Reportedly, the sounds of cannon fire and the smell of sulfur and gunpowder in the air. Both General Wolf and French Major General Louis Joseph de Montcalm were soldiers that died in the battle, and it's often said that their spirits are still battling it out to this day on the field. So I guess people have seen sort of their images, especially, I guess, in those sort of positions or instances where they're in a battle, you can see. A familiar ghost to many people who hang around the area is the ghost of Marie Josephette Corvou who is known as La Coravu, who was hung there. That's awful. She was convicted of killing her second husband with a few blows to the head with a hatchet. Oh, okay, I see why she was uh, hung there. She testified and she was mistreated. Her execution was on April 18th, 1763. It was a gruesome one and she was ordered hanged and her body was exposed in chains and kept on display for about a month. It's pretty horrific. Wow. I can't believe the stuff that they did back then. What about, remember in, in Kingston when we were there, and they had that hanging site, and they had people sitting oh. on top for viewing. Right. It's very, I mean, you know what it makes me think about, and which uh, I might as well uh, bring it up, was um, the other day I saw a post about how it was William Wallace's anniversary of his death. Um, it was yesterday, August the 23rd. And they were talking about how he was captured for trying to, well, you saw the movie, right? 
And that just reminded me when you said that they had people placed there on the courthouse area on, on like a, a, a stage on sort of thing, yeah, just so yeah. that they could watch what was going on. And that was what they did with him back then. He, you know, he was fighting for freedom for his country and they put him on display and, and killed him for something he believed in and was a good thing he believed in. Yeah, exactly. Well, what she did was completely different. She, well, yeah, uh, of course. That killed her terrible. husband. She, <laughs> she, she hatched somebody. So, I mean, in that sense. Uh, yeah. So. When I picture those days. Back, Don't think somebody should it, be it brings me to the chained, movie. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Just saying. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there. It just brought me back to that movie. Because that's what I pictured, right? Was all those people standing around looking up right. at this person that's being hung. And to do it on wow. display, like... It's such all. It's awful. Regardless, it is. Yeah, terrible. What's there? Anything more? Uh, nope. That is all that I have that for the ghosts of Blades of Abraham. Awesome. Well, that was really good information. So now we're going to move yeah. into our paramedia segment, and we are going to be talking about the two thousand film. What Lies Beneath, starring Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford, and it's directed by Robert Zemeckis. And basically, it is about a husband and wife who move into, or actually live in a haunted house. Um, But the haunting kind of comes at a point where um, this woman who is played by Michelle Pfeiffer is, you know, kind of at a turning point in her life and things are changing for her. Um, so she has more time on her hands to, um, kind of invest in, in some extracurricular activity. So Mm -hmm. she's intrigued by this ghost that is trying to catch her attention. Yeah, Yeah. Communicate. And it was very interesting. Um, I think it was very well executed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of um, scary, frightening moments and oh, yes. a lot of moments that make you go, oh, wow. Um, yeah. But it also, I think you got the whole package. You had a story that connected from beginning, middle and end. And it kind of throws mm-hmm. you for a loop too. And um, has some really suspenseful, scary um, imagery, as you would expect from a Robert Zemeckis movie, who's famous mm-hmm. for uh, Frighteners. Um, mm-hmm. Romancing the Stone, Cocoon, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Death Becomes Her, which is also a great movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Yeah. So a lot of different um, well-known yeah. movies. Um, so with that being said, um, Claire, who is also, um, who is Michelle Pfeiffer's character, has a friend that comes over and they do a seance. And I think they end up scaring themselves more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then I think there was also a moment where they found out a little bit more as well in a sense. So I don't want to give the movie away either. So, um, but there's a lot of different things that are going on in the movie. Um, and as I said, it was well executed with regards to the story and what was mm-hmm. going on in it. Uh, oh, what were sure. your, yeah. What were your thoughts about it? What did you like about it? Well, I'm always, I love being 
scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, I like that. I like when it's, I like gore movies too. Don't get me wrong. I really do. And I like B horror movies, but I like when the scene scares you and you jump or scares you to the point that you scream <laughs> because it doesn't happen often. Like I can watch a movie that everybody else screams and gets scared at. And I'm like, this is not as scary as this movie or, you know what I mean? Like it, it's okay. It didn't make me jump, but there's a couple you of movies that training. did get me. Yeah. That's you've got training. So like, I mean, <laughs> some things to other people, they're like, ah, and you're just like, oh, really? It's so true. <laughs> That was like when I went to go see the movie Scream, the very first one when it came out. And I went with a couple of friends who didn't uh, watch scary movies often. So they were completely freaked out. They did most of the screaming throughout the movie. I was I was thrilled and I liked it because other people were scared. So for me, that was the excitement of it, I guess. Um, so when we left to go to the bathroom and everything at the, after the show, of course, I had to scare her when we went into the stall. I went in slowly, like after everybody else, and then once everybody was in there, I like, knocked on the stall and scared the bejesus out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely check it out. It's mm-hmm. it's out on on platforms. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Oh, I'm sure yeah, you can anywhere. Find the DVD and the bargain <laughs> you know. So definitely check. It out. Yep, it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's definitely, definitely, definitely watch. Good old. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, and that's why we bring it up, so we can resurrect some of those oldie but goodie movies. Yeah, that's what we do, right? That's our that's our thing. That's our jam. That's our jam. Just <laughs> like me, I talk about the oldies in music on Gen Extra, right? So yeah, that's right. We're all about the oldies. <laughs> but you know what? That brings us to a close of another episode. That's right, it does. Episode 11 of season 3. Can you believe it? We're almost done another We're season. We're almost done. Wow. Going into our, f- what is it, our fifth year? Because it's our fourth season. Yeah, that's right. So that's amazing. So we're glad to have everybody along and stick with us and the shows and what we do and, and we like our shows. And that's great. So keep coming back. Yes. So Bree, tell them how they can get in touch with us. All right. So, well, I'll let you know where you can find us and get in touch with us because now you can find us on TikTok. You can watch our little video clips um, at the locations that we visit. So that is Canada, uh, Paranormal Files Canada on TikTok. And then you can find us on Instagram at Canada Paranormal Files, on Facebook at Paranormal Files Canada. And then you can reach us on Paranormal Files Canada at gmail.com. I believe those are all of them. So reach out to us. Tell us your stories. We can receive it via email, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, You can even reach out to us on Twitter. I forgot to mention that. So at PFC, Sean underscore Bree on Twitter. Uh, Let us know um, what you think of the show. Talk about what's your favorite episode. Um, You can reach out to us anywhere. Let us know what your stories are, and we'll share them with um, all our listeners. Absolutely. And, you know, even if you have a suggestion about a movie that you've watched that is has a paranormal theme, let us know. We'd love to see it if we haven't, and we'd love to talk about it. So in yeah, any case, sure. what we're saying is get in touch with us. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> so 
as always, everybody take care of yourself, take care of everyone, and stay spooky. Stay spooky.